Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And welcome everybody to the pod's honest truth with David Brody. Hope you are well. Another episode. And hey, look, let me just get this out of the way real quick. We are going to do something different this week. I know it's different. Hold on to your uh, bootstraps, your horses, whatever you're holding on to, make sure you're doing it securely. Uh, Because look, we talk politics, we talk faith. And I have to be honest with you, uh, the politics is just getting too divisive. So we've got to get away from that this week. Uh, You know, I remember Groucho Marx. Well, not that I remember Groucho Marx because he like lived about 100 years ago. Uh, But he had once said this about politics. He said, politics is the art of looking for trouble, finding it everywhere, diagnosing it incorrectly and applying the wrong remedies. Well, you know what? Exactly. Too much divisive politics. We've got the coronavirus going on. Uh, Obviously, that's depressing. Uh, Donald Trump is president. That's depressing for liberals. Bernie Sanders could become president. That's depressing for conservatives. Uh, And of course, I'm a New York Mets fan. They're losing every year. So so that's just depressing on an annual basis. Uh, the, The point simply is we've got to get away from that. And so in this podcast, we're going to talk about a few good things for a moment. Uh, as it relates to faith and the culture, because that's what we're about here at the Pod's Honest Truth. And we're going to talk today about Alex Trebek, the host of Jeopardy, uh, and specifically prayer. Uh, He has been prayed for a lot, and wait to hear the diagnosis. You've probably heard uh, he's doing better than anyone, including the doctors, had expected. We'll talk about prayer and Alex Trebek on today's uh, podcast and look a little bit more uh, in, in more of a deep way as to Uh, Does prayer work exactly? And if so, how does God kind of work that? And also, what about all of these celebrities and faith? Not that Alex Trebek is necessarily a celebrity in terms of, you know, one of those Hollywood uh, liberals out there, but we've heard a lot of talk about celebrities and faith and why are we seeing all of these uh, celebs, if you will, embrace God? Are they doing this to attract a broader audience, More more like a kinder, gentler persona? Or is there really more to it? How can we really know, ultimately, you know, if these celebrities are really being authentic? So we're going to have some answers on that, too. Bottom line is, what is in the water out in Hollywood? Uh, We will hear, by the way, from Justin Bieber on that, who has, as we like to say in evangelical world, given his life to Christ. What does that mean exactly? And what is he saying compared to some other celebrities and how to sift through all of that. Uh, and we're going to, of course, hear from Alex Trebek as well on the podcast. Once again, we're justthenews.com. This is the Pod's Honest Truth with David Brody. You can download my podcast, subscribe to it as well on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget, John Solomon Reports is also there at justthenews.com. So is Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, I don't want to call us the Trinity. That's not a good thing. There's only one Trinity. But in terms of podcasts, on Just the News, there are three of us doing podcasts. So in a way, can I say this? Can I whisper this? Is God listening? No, God's always listening. But it is kind of like the podcast Trinity 
in a way. Look, I know, I know it's sacrilegious. I probably lost like, you know, 15, 20 uh, subscribers. Look, that's okay. Oh, by the way, speaking of subscribing, uh, please, whatever you do, uh, not only subscribe, but could, could you leave me a rating? Uh, and, and you know the deal on this podcast. Uh, if I get below a 4.8 uh, rating, right now I'm at a 5.0, but if I get into a 4.8 range, uh, I'm going into therapy and that's going to cost a lot of money. So please keep me above a 4.8. I'd appreciate it. 5.0 would be great. Uh, nothing quite like perfection. All right, back in a moment with Alex Trebek and his story about Jeopardy and prayer and cancer. Quite moving. Back in a moment. And welcome back, everybody, to the Pod's Honest Truth. All right, time now uh, to hear from Alex Trebek, host of Jeopardy. You've heard of the show, I'm assuming. It's been around, I don't know, since Reconstruction. I mean, it's been around forever. Not that Alex Trebek has been around since Reconstruction, but just let me say uh, he's getting up there in age. And of course, uh, he has been battling stage four pancreatic cancer. He had that diagnosis about a year ago, and he gave everyone, the world, an update on his status, and he credits God and prayers for his health at the one-year anniversary of battling this pancreatic cancer. And as you know, many of you know, pancreatic cancer somewhat of a death sentence. I mean, uh, the, the one-year survival rate for patients suffering from his kind of cancer is 18%. But here he is, one year later, listen to him speak. There were moments of great pain, days when certain bodily functions no longer functioned, and sudden massive attacks of great depression that made me wonder if it really was worth fighting on. But I brushed that aside quickly because that would have been a massive betrayal, a betrayal of my wife and soulmate, Jean, who has given her all to help me survive. It would have been a betrayal of other cancer patients who have looked to me as an inspiration and a, a cheerleader of sorts of the value of living and hope. And it would certainly have been a betrayal of my faith in God and the millions of prayers that have been said on my behalf. Some great news, obviously, from Alex Trebek. Let's rewind this for a moment. You know, Trebek diagnosed a year ago when he made that initial announcement, and he vowed to fight the disease. What he said at the time, he said he was going to do it with the love and support of my family and friends. And then he said, with the help of your prayers. All right, so that's a year ago in March. Then, about three months later, uh, after announcing that he had this cancer diagnosis, he shared some good news about his cancer battle. Actually, some of these tumors had shrunk in half, and the doctors had said they hadn't seen anything like this before. They've never seen a positive result like this, specifically in their memory. Uh, as a matter of fact, some of the tumors actually shrunk by more than 50%, and, and doctors actually admitted they were shocked, according to Trebek, and that's, ha that's obviously he was responding well to the chemotherapy, but, but Alex Trebek actually told the doctors about all the prayers coming his way, and then he went on to tell the doctors that it has to be more than chemo. And the doctors even agreed that the prayers could very well be an important part of this. And then Trebek even said when it comes to prayer, he will, and this is a quote, will never, ever minimize the value of that. Now, of course, we know uh, Alex Trebek has been very open with his end-of-life struggle. I mean, he went through a season of deep depression. Uh, he said he's really not used to dealing with surges that come on suddenly these were deep sadness surges if you will and it was all when he was going through chemo and he actually said he felt like a bit of a wuss those are his words not mine by the way so uh, look we need to keep praying for alex trebek and others who are trying to beat the odds uh and, and it's important to understand a little perspective on prayer and god you know because uh you know 
God is not some sort of lotto machine in the sky, if you will, you know, or, you know, just plug in a prayer and, you know, out pops uh, what, what God, you know, here you go. God just granted you your prayer. It's not like a magic genie or anything like that. But here is what is true. And this is from the Bible. Clearly, God hears and answers every prayer. Now, sometimes this is important. Sometimes the answer is yes. Wonderful. Sometimes it's no. And sometimes it's just wait or just not now. But he always answers the prayer. Bottom line is God is going to do what is best. So we have to continue to trust him regardless of the outcome. And, you know, if we have faith and sincerely trust God, uh, then we're not going to be concerned as to whether the answer is wait or the answer is no or yes. We're just going to trust God for the answer. So that's why you see a lot of Christians, a lot of evangelicals, if you will, uh, end their prayer with these words, not my will, Lord, but your will. So, you know, maybe if you think about it, when it comes to prayers and Alex Trebek, it really isn't just about Alex Trebek. It's wonderful that he's doing great. Prayers have been obviously helpful here, very helpful. But it's also about us growing closer to God. In other words, we need to trust God no matter what the outcome. God's not just thinking about Alex Trebek. He's thinking about all of us. Back in a moment with celebrities and God talk next on The Pod's Honest Truth. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And welcome back to the Pod's Honest Truth. All right, time now for celebrities and God talk. Uh, tr here's the translation for that. What in the world is in the water in Hollywood? There are so many celebrities declaring their faith in God, so is this all just a bunch of hooey? That's right, I said it, hooey. I don't know, is it a 1955 word? Is it a 1967 word? I don't know, my father said it, that, and it just always kind of just resonated with me. Hooey. Is it a bunch of hooey? Now look, we already know some Christian celebrities have been out there for a while. We know the Kirk Camerons, uh, the Kevin Sorbo, he played Tarzan, Jim Caviezel, Passion of the Christ. We know about these folks. But now we have many more folks talking about God, and there's a, there's a huge list. Look, Ben Affleck, that's right, Ben Affleck actually talking about God. He actually had a recent interview with a Los Angeles pastor, Erwin McManus, um, and he talked about God and forgiveness. And, 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 you know, basically Affleck saying this, the idea that God, and then he says Jesus, loves us and forgives us, all of us, everybody, all the people that you know and think are great and all the people that you want to judge and be angry at, and then he says, so if God loves all of us and encourages all of us to love one another and not to judge one another, to forgive one another, I find that incredibly moving because that's really God setting an example for us for how we might be. Uh, and then he gets to this kind of bottom line, uh, which is that if God uh, can forgive me, maybe I can forgive myself. So this has been Affleck talking, and you know who would have thought that? But uh, there he is. And of course, he's had uh, problems with alcohol, uh, substance abuse and all of that. So uh, he's out there talking about God. There's Selena Gomez, the singer. I mean, I, I can go through each one of their stories. I won't. Uh, but Denzel Washington uh, has talked quite about uh, quite a bit about Jesus and God. Mark Wahlberg, you know, the actor Mark Wahlberg, he's a devout Catholic. Now he's talking about going into his prayer room every morning and praying to Jesus uh, for 15 or 20 minutes to just express how grateful he is. Uh, Chris Pratt, the actor, you know, in that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie and many others. Uh, 
he's been a Christian for a while, but when he accepted uh, a Teen Choice Award in 2017, he talked about how he wouldn't be here with the grace uh, that he's had from God and without his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, uh, you know, the list goes on. There's Russell Wilson, the quarterback uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. And then I want to get to Justin Bieber. Now, there's been a lot made about Justin Bieber that he has uh, turned over a new leaf, right? Uh, he's found God, given himself, uh, given his life to Christ. Well, Bieber was actually interviewed about his faith by Apple Music's uh, Zane Lowe. I want you to listen to this interview and listen to how he talks about his personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Have a listen. I just didn't know what the heck was going on. And so I really took a deep dive in my faith, to be honest. I just went deep into like, I believed in Jesus, but I never really like, you know, when it says following Jesus is actually turning away from sin. Mm. And so there's no, what, what it talks about in the Bible, it's like, there's no obedience. There's no faith without obedience. So it's like, I had had faith about like, oh, I believe Jesus died on the cross for me, but I never really implemented it mm. into my life. I never like was like, I'm gonna be obedient. So when did you decide to actually move within the guidelines and how did you find yourself away from, yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I'm gonna drink or do drugs or sleep around or what all these other distractions. How did you get out of that world? What was the turning point for you? I think it was my perception of who Jesus really was, you know? Um, I'd had really bad examples of Christians in my life uh, who would say one thing and do another. So they were the, my direct example of who Jesus was. That's Justin Bieber uh, talking to Zane Lowe from Apple Music. Uh, now, look, I, I got to tell you, and, you know, go ahead and give me a ding, ding, ding bell, uh, like a, like an evangelical alert. But let me just give you my, let me put an evangelical hat on here for a moment, which, by the way, I always had that hat on, if you know what I'm saying. But when Justin Bieber talks about Jesus like that, look, that sounds like real faith because he understands the basic tenets of Christianity, something very important to look for. In other words, we're broken. We can't do anything to save ourselves. Good works, this just in, folks, good works are not going to save you. Only Jesus will. Clearly, Bieber understands that. So, I mean, ultimately, what are we to make of celebrities uh, and their faith? Now, there are going to be skeptics out there, and those skeptics are going to say maybe they're just doing this to appeal to a bigger audience. You know, they want to come across as a better person, maybe more compassionate. I mean, after all, people like to go see movies with actors who they get a good feeling about. So so there's that out there. And look, uh, you can't discount that. But here's the bottom line. We're not going to know their inner motivations, right? I mean, so we really shouldn't try guessing. I mean, how do we differentiate, in essence, between a real Christian and a fake one? I mean, do we need to have some sort of Jesus meter? Ding, ding, ding. Boom. No, sorry, you didn't make it today on the Jesus meter. Apologize. But hey, thanks for playing, but it's time to go to hell. No, look, we, we don't we do not do that, right? I mean, ultimately, uh, someone's faith in Jesus is going to be decided for, wait for it, I know this is going to shock you, by Jesus, okay? In other words, my faith and my walk, God will have the final say on that. Uh, Donald Trump, God will have the final say on that. You out there in podcast land, love you, by the way, whoever you are, is, are, I don't know, I'll work on the grammar later, um, God's going to have the final say on that too. So bottom line is God has the final say, uh, but what's important is that we profess uh, a faith in Jesus Christ, and, and then we, we have to get into a few other things to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, I want to talk about Kanye West. Remember, he made huge headlines when he came out for Jesus. And as you know, he's one of the best-selling artists of all time. He's got like, what, 140 million records sold? That's like 10 million less than 
all the people that apparently Joe Biden decided to kill in America for, because of gun violence. Didn't he say 150 million? Oh, sorry, my bad. I, I did politics. Let me take that back. I'm so sorry. Can we rewind? Uh, we're not going to rewind it. That's fine. We'll keep it in. The bottom line is Kanye West, 140 million records sold. And his latest album, by the way, Jesus is King, number one on the charts. Every song in the albums on Billboard's Hot 100 uh, as well. And even at one worship service, when he took the stage, more than a thousand people apparently raised their hands to commit their lives to Christ. So uh, look, there are a lot of pastors calling this a new wave of revival in a way, kind of led by Kanye West. Of course, the haters out there are going to be skeptical of Kanye's newfound faith. They're going to point out uh, some of his mental health challenges in the past. But I want you to listen to Pastor Greg Laurie. I think he really does sum it up best. Now, uh, Pastor Greg Laurie serves as the senior pastor of Harvest, Har excuse me, see, that was my New York there, Harvest, uh, Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. Listen to what he said about Kanye. Now, some would say, well, I, I don't know. Is he really a Christian? You know, should just shut up for a minute, okay? How about this? Pray for him. Pray that he gets grounded in his faith. Pray that he's the seed sown on good ground that brings forth much fruit. Listen, I applaud any person that makes any movement toward God. And I want to encourage them in that, not critique them about that. And I think it's fantastic because he's taking his considerable platform and he has quite a platform, doesn't he? To talk about faith. It has people talking about Jesus. I'm happy for that conversation. People that wouldn't normally be talking about the Lord. We all have a pulpit to preach from, no matter who we are, no matter what we do. Some great points by Pastor Greg Laurie. All right, so some final thoughts here on the podcast about in essence, how to navigate celebrities and all this God talk. Now, here, here's some basic principles. And it, let's be honest, it's not just for celebrities, but it's for everyone out there who says they know Jesus, they claim to know God. Uh, first of all, we need to pray specifically for the celebrities who are basically in these positions of cultural influence. And there are a lot of folks that want these people to fail, uh, and that would be not good for them. And obviously, it would be a horrible witness uh, for God's kingdom if they were to fail. Now, there is a book out there called Questions and Answers from the Bible. It's written by a guy named Robert Gobelet. I hope I pronounced that way. I probably butchered it. Robert, apologize. Uh, but he has some great advice when trying to discern someone's true faith. Now, here he lists like 10 or so, but here are a couple that, that, that I picked up on. Number one, is this person or celebrity in this case, do they love God more than they love the world? That's important. Think about that for a minute. I mean, are, are they really kind of in the world or, or are they more really about the things of God? Something to think about. And then another way you can kind of discern some of this is, is there a decreasing pattern of sin in this person's life? Now, now let me just be clear. We're not talking about perfect people out there, but we're talking about a changed life. In other words, are they walking the walk or are they just talking the talk? And I think that's important. As well, Remember, folks, a believer's life obviously has to be bearing uh, the fruit. That's what we call it in the evangelical world. The fruit, it's not an apple and art. It's a fruit of true salvation. Because a genuine faith is one really that not only believes in God, because like this just in, even Satan believes in God, but also leads a life of confessing sin and being obedient to Christ's commands. And obviously, even though we're saved by grace through faith, we're not saved by our works. However, our works should reflect that we've been saved by Jesus. I hope that made sense. In other words, here's the point. Works aren't going to get you into heaven. 
but still our works should reflect that we've been saved by Jesus. And a final thought. You know, celebrities introduce faith into pop culture and everybody goes, huh? Yeah, right. I don't know. I'm not sure if I believe them. Look, as believers, this is really a great way to initiate good conversation with friends and family and coworkers. This really gets uh, to a point where you can start asking questions that will get them thinking about their own beliefs. Like, so for example, hey, did you hear when Ben Affleck uh, talked about God and forgiveness? It's an opening. How about Chris Pratt? You know, by the way, did you know Chris Pratt talked about the Bible diet? Once again, a conversation starter. And that's a good thing. All right, don't forget, Pod's Honest Truth. Uh, we're an intersection of faith, culture, politics. Didn't do much politics on the podcast today, though I did have a few asides, and I apologize for that. Not really. I thought it was a line. It kind of worked. Um, but we'll be back to politics on, on plenty of the other podcasts. Justthenews.com. That's where you can find my podcast. It's called The Pod's Honest Truth with David Brody. You can download and subscribe. Uh, go to iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. John Solomon reports up there as well. Cheryl Atkinson. Once again, don't want to say it's the Trinity because there's only one Trinity. But when it comes to podcasts, that's a pretty neat uh, Trinity situation there. I don't know. Uh, did I just say Trinity situation? What does that even mean? Anyhow, look, I'll continue to talk. I'm sure they'll just fade the audio at this point. Uh, but, but listen, thanks so much for uh, being here on this week's pod, Honest Truth.